great to be together. Uh, this week we've been here. I know. Good week, eh? Um, this week uh, our family have been in Worcester 20 years. So it's our kind of happy anniversary to us. And uh, just reflecting this morning, it's probably less than the number of people here in this congregation were, were gathering uh, at that point, or maybe something similar, I'm not sure, not, uh, not quite sure, but uh, God's been so good to us, and uh, one of the things I scribbled on a bit of paper, two of the things I scribbled on a bit of paper at the time, one was that um, we would have some kind of work with those who have uh, had tough lives, and so I'm just really thrilled that it just so happens that this coming week we've got 100 people coming from projects all around the country camping together. And uh, I'm going to certainly be praying that people, some people come to know the Lord Jesus Christ and give their lives to him for the first time. But also that some of these issues where people have been so damaged uh, that God touches people and heals them and brings them a sense of his arms around them to some who really haven't known anyone's arms around them in any secure, loving uh, way. So that, that's really great. And one of the other things um, that I've written on my very scruffy piece of paper, um, those who know me know what my scruffy bits of paper are like, um, was that God would give us um, a, a building, some sort of base in town. And, and here we are in a kind of half done building, half building site building. Uh, so it's really exciting. So uh, do, do pray. Uh, don't feel under pressure, but uh, accept any that the Lord um, brings to you. Anyway, what I wanted to talk about this morning, this is the last of our children and adults talks, which are really tricky. So I don't always, you know, I'm not one for getting nervous speaking in public, but to tell you a secret, kids, these, these what I call ch- chill adults talks really make me nervous. So, um, so, but it's great, it's been great fun, and next week you'll be able to go and run about in the hall upstairs and we'll all be thinking, there's a herd of elephants up there. Uh, but that will be fun, won't it? So, um, so I've got a bit of a question. I, I, I've, I've got this talk. Really, is, it's a, it's a prophecy. It's one of the shortest prophecies I, over the last ten days. I've had this phrase going through my mind, and it's this: "Say yes to Jesus." That's very, very simple. Uh, say yes to Jesus. I don't know whether you've ever said if Jesus is knocking on your life and you've opened the door and said yes. Be my saviour, be, be my lord, I'm going to follow you. But that's, that's it, but that's really something for adults as well. And what I read in the Bible is that he doesn't just say that once, sometimes he comes back a bit later and he brings up another subject, one that we've maybe hidden away, and uh, he asks us to say yes again. So you ever had that experience? You think, I said yes to Jesus, and then he says, oh, but what about this little area? And you have to say yes to Jesus all over again. So, so I wanted to talk just... Three or four stories that are in, in the Bible where people said yes to Jesus. So, Isaac, do you reckon you would be able to pour a glass of wine? You would? Okay. Well, here we are then. <laughs> have a go. See, let's see what happens. What do you think? Do you think Isaac can pour a glass of wine? Let's have a little look. Come on, you have to stand up, man. Yeah. See, see, see how you do. Oh, oh, what's has it now? Have we got any wine here? What do you think? Yes, no, as, that's water. That is, even your mummy and daddy would let you drink that. That's that's no trouble at all. But once upon a time, Jesus was at a wedding 
And you know what grown-ups are like at weddings? They like, they like a little glass of wine, don't they? Or sometimes even a, a big glass of wine. And, and Jesus was there, and the wine ran out. That's like running out of chocolate for a grown-up. It's terrible, terrible news. And, and, and Jesus said to the servants, he pointed to some stone jars. And do you know how they, they would have held 120 gallons of water? That is 60 buckets. I think that's right. 60 buckets. You got buckets at home? 60 buckets of water. And he said to the servants, pour out the water and bring it to the wedding. And they, they didn't know what, what would happen. But they said yes to Jesus. Now, I just, want, I just wonder, adults or children, what do you think they would have felt like before they did it? Yes. They would be very confused. Excellent point. Yes. Exactly. They're going to drink water at the wedding. <gasps> and, and then maybe people would think, I, I, if it was me, I'd think, they're going to think I'm really stupid because I've, I've given them water and they're expecting, I mean, if your mum and daddy were expecting a glass of wine and you've got a glass of water, it'd be a bit, Really? Who's in charge of this wedding? Any, anybody else? I'd, I'd, be, I'd be nervous. Think. Any other suggestions? Yes. You'd be scared. Yes, exactly. I think there's lots of things to learn from this story, isn't it? It was when you say, when you say yes to Jesus. It, I mean, it's really nice when you say yes to Jesus, and He says, "I'd like to forgive you all the wrong things you've ever done." That's a great one, isn't it? Because and we all like to be forgiven. That's really good. But sometimes if he says, do this, and the other thing is, they didn't know what was going to happen. That's scary. Someone said this. It's scary. And sometimes Jesus asks us to step out and do things, and we don't know what's going to happen. It's challenging, isn't it? For, for, I mean, this, is, this is for children, but it's for all of us, isn't it? Sometimes Jesus asks us to do something, and it's a bit scary. And, and he asks us to do, really, sometimes he asks us to do something very ordinary. I mean, it's only pouring water. <laughs> but, but when we do ordinary things that Jesus asks us to do, extraordinary, remarkable things can happen. Amazing things can happen if we do even the little things that Jesus asks us to do. So here's another story. Someone who said yes to Jesus. So, there we go. I've got some crackers here. Because I forgot to get rolls last yesterday. That's why. So you have to pretend these are bread rolls. Two loaves of bread. Okay. Now, you could give these to someone, couldn't you? Can, could you please give a cracker to everybody in the room? Oops. Or maybe a third of a cracker. Do you, how do you think? Do you think that's going to work? Um, no. no. Why? Why, why won't it work? Exactly, there's only two crackers. It's crackers, <laughs> isn't it? It's crackers. That won't that won't work. If I go bit to John, bit to Debbie, yeah, that, there we are. Uh, a bit to Abby. Now, do you think they're all going to go home thinking, oh, "I can't eat my dinner. I'm so full." You, they won't, will they? They'll still be their tummy will be rumbling and grumbling and tumbling, and they'll be saying, Shh, "I can hear your stomach." They'll be so hungry. 
What do you think? Once upon a time, there was, uh, was 5,000. I don't know how many people there are here, 70 or so. But once upon a time, there were 5,000 people on a big hillside. And Jesus was telling his stories. And he's brilliant at telling stories. Really interesting. And uh, there was a little boy there. And his mum had given him packed lunch. And she'd given him five little, um, five rolls, five loaves. And couldn't be five loaves like we have. They must have been tiny little rolls, maybe like... Dough balls. Mmm, love dough balls. Anyway, there were five loaves and two fish. Funny packed lunch. No cheese strings, no crisps, no Kit Kat. Just five loaves and two fishes. And, and then Jesus asked this question. He said, um, uh, well, what food have we got here? Because he spoke for so long, much longer than me. He spoke for so long that people were tired and hungry and they were frightened that they would flake out before they got home. And, and Jesus said, who's got some food? Imagine you were the only person with lunch in the building and Jesus said to you, can I have your lunch, please? Ooh, what would that feel like? Yeah, see? John said, no way, because he loves his food. What do you think? What would it feel like if Jesus, if Jesus said, can I have your lunch, please? Yes. No way. Because you like your food as well, I expect. Yeah, me too. Yeah, it'd be very, yes. Oh, that's a good one. Yes, that's, we sometimes do that, don't we? Can I just keep some back? Can I just keep two rolls for myself and you, and you can have a little bit? Anyone done that to Jesus? You can have some of my life, but n- not that bit. Keep some of the rolls back. That's a very good point. Gosh, it's great when you preach a sermon, you guys. It's really good. Yes. No way. Another no way. Yeah, because sometimes we, we feel things are, they're mine. You could share, that's right. And that's what this little boy did. He shared what he had. In fact, he gave it all to Jesus. And something remarkable happened. It was very challenging because we all feel, oh, if I give everything to Jesus, will I be all right? Will he still look after me? What, what happens to me? That's what we often think, isn't it? But, but this boy found as he shared what he had, very ordinary thing to do, really, but hard, then Jesus multiplied it. It means it grew and it grew and it grew and grew. And somehow, all 5,000 people had enough to eat. That's amazing, isn't it? As we give, he multiplies it. How about this? Does anyone ever remember the story when Jesus said to the disciples, let's get into the boat and go to the other side? Anyone remember that story? Can anyone remember what happened? Yes. Very good. That's the whole story. That's good preaching. <laughs> really quick as well. I like that. Yeah. They, they said, so sometimes they said, yes, let's go across the other side. But they, they weren't expecting a storm, were they? And sometimes when we follow Jesus, we think it, it doesn't seem to work out all right. We think, oh, no, it's, I followed Jesus and it's all gone oopsie-daisy. Something like that. It's all gone. It's all stormy. But the thing is, They did get across the other side because Jesus was in the boat. And there'll be some of us this morning that have said yes to Jesus. But we'll be confused. We'll be thinking, well, life's really difficult. I said yes to Jesus, but I'm still going through all these storms. 
But here's the thing, with Jesus in the boat, you'll get through. You'll get to the other side. So they said yes to Jesus. And there's one last story that I love. It's the story of Mary, Jesus' mum. When the angel came to her and, uh, and, and said, you, you're going to have a baby. You haven't got a husband, but you're going to have a baby. And that was really big because where she lived, having a baby and not being married yet was really big deal. She was going to be in trouble with her family. It was going to be very, very difficult. But she said this. She said, yes. She said, it. may it be to me just like you've said. That's an amazing thing, isn't it? So when we say yes to Jesus, I know there'll be some of us, grown-ups as well as children, that'll be facing things, struggling. It might be, what do I give in the gift day? It might be Jesus asking us to stop something we're not supposed to be doing. It might be Jesus asking us to step out in a new direction. I don't know. God knows, I don't know. And it's sometimes difficult. But it's all about faith, really, isn't it? Saying yes to Jesus. It's relying on God that because he's good, good will come out of it in the end when we say yes to him. It's stepping out into new things, being brave, sometimes even counting the cost of giving our five loaves and two fishes. So not always easy, but knowing that it will work out. So I want us to pray, and then, um, then maybe we'll pray about the camp as well. But let's just bow our heads in pray, prayer. I believe that are some that are just facing challenges in following Jesus, questioning, well, I'm following Jesus. Why has this happened? Why has that happened? Others of us will be going through financial challenges or challenges to step into new areas. I just want to pray. Holy Spirit, thank you that you're with us. We, we hear you saying, say yes to Jesus. We sometimes find it difficult, but Lord, we say to you this morning, we... We want to trust in you. I think that there may be even some here that need to say, even while we're just a bit quiet, semi-quiet, just say yes to Jesus in your heart, whatever you're facing. Others going through the storm, just feel that the Lord wants to say to you, that if I'm, as long as I'm in the boat with you, it's going to be all right. Whatever comes... It's going to be all right. So Lord, we thank you that we can trust you with our whole lives. Thank you that you bring us through the storms. Thank you that as we give you the little that we have, you multiply it. Thank you that when we do very ordinary things, like pouring water and sharing a bread roll, you can multiply that and do wonderful things. So we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen.